right. I'm not going to jail. <laughs> um, All the evidence is left out. <laughs> uh, if it's okay with you guys, I want to start something off this podcast. Well, hi, everybody, by the way. Um, this is not sports related whatsoever. Um, today is a tough day. Um, it is the birthday of a friend of ours, uh, Dana Herschel, who unfortunately passed away last year. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, she was a martini of ingredients that you never really, uh, could understand, but you appreciate the shit out of. And, um, I miss you. I love you. Is this stupid ass warm? T- I wish you did not like warm Tito's, Dana. I really wish you didn't like warm Tito's, but uh, I'm gonna do one for you, you fucking asshole. And I miss the shit out of you. And um, I'm a better person for knowing you. Cheers, 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 buddy. Well said. And now that uh, that, shot, that, that shot looked way bigger on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, looked brutal. <laughs> That's how you start your morning. <laughs> yeah. Now back to our regular, regularly scheduled programming, I guess, right? Uh, but, yeah, you guys, to, uh, we're obviously today is going to be our Super Bowl preview. First, got a couple of things we got to talk about. Um, I don't know what you guys want to say about flowers, but. Um, Basically, right now, all we know for sure is that he's being investigated by the Baltimore County Police Department uh, for a potential domestic violence. Um, we've heard some stuff, Baltimore fans, you've probably seen some stuff on Twitter. Rumors look ugly, but it's just that the rumors don't really know anything yet. Um, Brooks, this is something that you uh, probably know a little bit more about than we do. So if you want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, my sources say <laughs> yeah there's not there's not shit here guys um to be very honest with you i think i told you told you guys in the group chat there's there's literally nothing here the girlfriend's not being cooperative with the investigation um there's no signs of injury anything like that there's no marks um straight up asked i was like is there any evidence of injury or anything like that to uh some close friends in the police department. Um, apparently she has photographs of her injuries, um, but she is not willing to provide them. She, she was already hesitant to give up his name in the first place. Um, she's not going to cooperate, even if this does. So with the, with the name that's tied to this, Baltimore County will probably press charges on this. I'm sure. Um, but it's going to go to court. She's not going to take the stand. There's going to be no charges. Nothing's going to happen. It's all going to be allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, so there's, there's literally no evidence. Here. It's not going to go anywhere. There's not, nothing, nothing's going to get. Are these kind of things, the kind of things that probably take like years to hash out and then nothing happens or is it, uh, no, no, we'll, we'll know within. I mean, really, it depends on if, like, they, they end up getting her his girlfriend to cooperate, right? Or getting more info from somebody on the brother. It, it, honestly, the brother is the one who could be in worse shit. Um, but, yeah, it's going to depend on the girlfriend, um, really. But it, it could be done within 
six to eight months, just depending on how how long it takes them to get a court date um, and how long they push it back and everything like that. Well, one way or another, the NFL is going to have to obviously take a little dive into this. And then um, yeah. you start looking at what in the heck does this mean um, from a Ravens perspective, given the uh, you know history with the Ray Rice situation. Now, that, that obviously is gone and gone, but still yeah. lingers over the organization. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I just go ahead, Brooks. I find I find it hard, I guess, just because I was in law enforcement for people to hand out suspensions without any evidence or criteria. Like it's it's like you're. I mean, are, are we just going that you're guilty until proven innocent at this point? I mean, yeah, I used to say was... like. It's like it's like any girlfriend or wife of anybody could come ahead. Like if they got into an argument one night, just go and be pissed off and be like, "Oh, he beat me," and then they're gonna get suspended. Like I mean, or this could be something where it's gonna set betting lines. Where I don't know who, who knows if somebody gets involved in saying like, "Hey, Patrick Mahomes can't play in the Super Bowl now because his wife came and said something, and now she now he has to be suspended." Like I just think it's stupid before the case like anything comes comes out and finalized yeah i think in the world of social media though that's kind of the world we live in you are if you're a public figure you are guilty until proven innocent it's not it's not the world that's not supposed to be set up that way but it seems like it has been set up that way um obviously um if there's any truth rumors Mm -hmm. we're we're not condoning any kind of domestic violence anything that would have happened uh potentially um hopefully um all of this stuff comes out that it was, you know, it was a, it was a lie. It was, you know, nothing, nothing really happened. Nothing was that bad. Um, but yeah, it's gonna really prob- did it probably happened. Yes, but that's just yeah. my biased opinion about what I know about police work. Yeah, that's why I wanted to defer to you, Brooks, on this one because given that your your history and and what you know and how these processes work, and it's um. It's important, so I appreciate your knowledge on this. It's so far off, too, right? Like, she went to Boston. Like, they can't do anything but take the report and refer her down to Baltimore County where it happened um, yeah. in Owings Mills, which actually happened in my precinct on my post where I used to work. So if I was working that night, <laughs> it would have been my case. But yeah. it's just she's not willing to work with police it's it's just it's not gonna go anywhere he's just it's gonna drag out and then there's gonna be a ton of stories so it's just gonna drag his name through the mud for a while yeah honestly hopefully they can settle it and be done with it as soon as possible that way we he can get past it so his name gets stops getting brought up i mean we haven't brought up joe mixon's name and since since the draft about and his was probably the worst i've ever seen and he's still playing yeah 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 yeah, there's some guys uh, that probably yeah. shouldn't be playing. Um, yeah, I don't think we really need to comment further until more information becomes publicly available. But um, yep. I just want to uh, reiterate that um, if anything did happen and there's evidence against him, then, you know, he's a piece of shit. Uh, See if he's not, if he's not, um, you know, we're, we're hoping, obviously, you know, it's just smoke um, and there's no fire. Um, yes. But... Uh, I think, uh, yeah, we can uh, we can move on to uh, Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. Well, yeah, um, actually, I want to move on to a lighter topic. I uh, real quick, also not sports related, not 
morbid either. Um, yesterday, I met a human being who is no longer a human being in my life. Um, as you guys have begun to learn on this podcast, Brooks and Dustin and I are friends. We're all very similar. I watched a man yesterday eat pizza with a fork and knife. <laughs> that means you're not human. You're not a real person. And then proceed to then change the toilet paper in my own bathroom, my bathroom, and put it going underneath instead of you over the what? top. I know that's a big no-no for, for you, Rogers. You are dead to me. I mean, you, you're not allowed <laughs> in my house. I changed my door code. It's over. It, it's over. <laughs> I guess I need to, I need to change your, I need to change your Zoom names of people. I forgot to do that on this one. So, so people don't know you as Zoom user. <laughs> That can't yeah, for those of you for those of you who don't know, Brian had a mic uh, getting delivered a couple of weeks ago, and he just installed a new ring camera. And I think if he ever sees this guy in that ring camera, he's probably going to explode it or something. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'm going to beat the Can shit we, out of you with the do fucking. We <laughs> do we know? Does Does Dustin and I know who this person is? Can Can we? What's his name? Oh, Brian was. Oh, no, 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 no. That's. <laughs> And it doesn't rhyme with Floyd, I promise. <laughs> Does it rhyme? Was it rhyming with bean soy? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I, look, I, look, I'm not, I don't care about the toilet paper. I know that's your a big pet peeve of yours, but for, pet peeve of yours, but fork and knife, unless it's Chicago style pizza, what are, what are we doing? I looked yeah. at the guy and I'm like, are you eating that with a fork and knife? It was a tutti goosey pizza. I'm like, this isn't like thick pizza. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like I, I can understand if it's deep dish and like you can't pick it up. <laughs> Come on, he was like, it's really hot. I'm like, then blow on the damn <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> and you're using minutes. my fork and knife. My <laughs> you shouldn't take it away from him. Say, this is my house. This is... You can't do this in here. You, you eat this. You got to eat this on the sidewalk. <laughs> Anyway, now well, we, we get want to the to topic. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. Do you want to just a little episode to curb your enthusiasm in the middle of our podcast? <laughs> do you guys want to do you hop right in the Super Bowl, or do we want to do like NFL awards and other stuff real, real, real quick, and then go to the Super Bowl? Um, I, yeah, we can talk about the awards. I think. Yeah. MVP. 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 Um, NFL honors: Lamar Jackson, MVP; Joe Flacco. Comeback player of the year. Debatable. Um, yeah, debatable. But look, it's not the worst injury you come back from. It's the player who performed the best. Um, obviously, DeMar Hamlin did something insane, but he didn't play very much. Um, it's pretty unprecedented. I think you can make an argument for him, but to be honest with you, you can make an argument for Baker Mayfield, too. He let his team go playoff when that, Joe Flacco did. Why, that's why there should be... Sorry for talking over you. Um, that's why there should be another... Award here, like there should be comeback player of the year. Then there should be like a most improved player of the year, like because yeah, he didn't come back from injury. That. You know what I mean? Like if he came back from injury, yeah. like even Joe Flacco said, he's like, "What? What I come back from being a bum on my couch, like taking my kids to school? Yeah. I didn't come back from anything. Like yeah. he didn't want the awards. He wanted Demar to get it. I think so. Yeah. All I could think of when he got when he won the award was, I know this is so random. But and I don't remember the year, so I apologize in advance. But when Monica Sellis lost comeback player of the year at the ESPYS to Michael Jordan, Monica Sellis got stabbed 
on the court. And Michael Jordan won it from playing fucking baseball. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, it's not the injury you come back from. It's like that's probably come back. That, that's probably when the NBA was like, "Yeah, we need that. We need another award. Like, not not just comeback player of the year, most improved or something." <laughs> Monica right. Sellers. Yeah, the other, the other big yeah, one, Dustin, that I, that I don't agree with is the defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. What are your guys' thoughts on him on that one? I would think. Go ahead, Dusty. No, I just, yeah, I think a lot of people think Watt or Parsons got it. I think Watt's numbers are probably the best, but it was kind of one of those things where Miles Garrett hadn't won, TJ Watt had won, and they were pretty close yeah. in the most of the eyes of the voters, and so they just gave it to Miles Garrett. I think this is stupid, by the way. But look, I'm not a big LeBron James fan, but we can't argue that LeBron James shouldn't have like nine or ten MVPs just because he won. He won a couple very early. He was the best player in the league for ten out of the last twenty years at least. Um, and it's yeah. just look, give the give the award to the best player in the league. Don't give it. If it's close, just give it to this guy. Thing that's bullshit. Thank who, you. Who, who thinks the best player and votes for him? Yeah, Ryan, what do you think? It becomes a story thing, like, you know, writers, and it's voted on a lot by writers and, or if not a majority, writers. And so they need a, a new story. They need something to write about. They need a new topic. What makes them sell papers or get clicks? And TJ Watt's not moving the needle because he won it last year. So now you get, you get a chance to give it to Miles Garrett. It's the same thing with the NBA MVPs. It's a bullshit. I mean, it's so much bullshit. So I, I really, I take no stock in any of this stuff. Um, even the MVP award is kind of bullshit as well. I mean, it's just what is the fucking story that you can write about? And that sucks. My yeah, it's never going to be anything other than a quarterback now because quarterbacks are getting paid 60, 70 million a year now. So it's always going to be a quarterback. It's not going to be McCaffrey or a running back unless they like you got to do something incredible to like I got a quarterback at this point. I'm not going nostalgia. I'm just being real. I remember back when the Heisman was going out and, and Dominican Sue should have won it that year. And I forget who I forget who won yeah. it, but Indomitian Sue at Nebraska was without a doubt the best player. And I know he fucking his defense, and he's the, in the middle of the fucking D line, but he dominated. And I don't care if he's a good person or a bad person, he dominated. And they just wanted to give it to a fucking quarterback. That's all that matters, or a running back, whoever the hell it was. Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember for sure, but I think that might have been Mark Ingram. That sounds uh, about somewhere right. around then. Um. Yeah, another thing I want to say about the MVP, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Lamar was was like the you know between the fifth and tenth option all year, and then all of a sudden he had those two weeks in a row, and then he was just the MVP. He was like minus ten thousand on every site. Um, was Lamar great this year? Yes. Was he as good as he was in twenty nineteen? No. You're realistic about it. In twenty nineteen, he should get the biggest trophy they could make. This year, he should get, like, the little tiny baby, like, MVP trophy. You know what I mean? I dig that. I think I think he told me before the season that Dak was going to put up, like, those numbers and they were going to have a number two seed that he, I would have said Dak's the MVP 100%. What is the NFL like more than blowing smoke up Jerry Jones's ass? But The only thing I don't, I don't like is that we don't we don't take playoffs into consideration here. I, I think they should wait till after the season, right? Like, they should take the playoffs into consideration, not just the regular season. Yeah, yes, I'm no, cool it's just one, one of those things. Yeah, it's it's just the way they've done it forever. You know, it's always been a regular season award. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's not uh, a good answer. You know what I mean? Like, it's that, like, let, uh, let's make some changes here. Like, the most valuable player to your team right now, probably, I don't know. Who knows? Well, <laughs> if, if, Lamar, if, if Lamar made it to the, to the Super Bowl, then yeah, Lamar. But I mean, he lost in the championship oh. round. So is is he the most valuable player? I mean, who who would have been hard, your MVPs? Who would have been your MVPs? I mean, as of like if we if we looked at the playoffs, if we looked at everything, all encompassing, who yeah. would have been your MVP? Hard. Let's see what happens in the Super Bowl. But I mean, at this point, probably either Mahomes, Purdy, Mahomes, Purdy, or McCaffrey. Oh, I would have taken Tyreek. I think Tyreek and McCaffrey were outrageous this year. Um, Tyreek, Tyreek didn't even get offensive because I mean because yeah. they had to give it to McCaffrey. So you guys think uh, you guys think Stefanski <laughs> should have definitely won over D'Amico Ryan's, or you guys think that was a little closer than? Uh, I think D'Amico should have won it without a doubt. Yeah, I think I think it should have been more of a debate. I don't think. I think Stefanski was third. I should have been. I think it should have been a debate between um, Dan Campbell and Domingo Ryan's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dan Campbell definitely could have won uh, for sure. The the Lions were great this year, and he. Was, I, I don't think Stefanski was part of that. in the in the debate. <laughs> well, and yeah. I I understand why he got it. I mean, he look, he had five probably four or five starting quarterbacks this year still made the playoffs won like 11 games you know what i mean that's, yeah. that's stability um yeah but you know when you have a veteran leader like joe flacco coming now all that's pretty easy <laughs> yeah. i think all the other all the other ones i don't have a problem with I really think when you look at the Texans, I'm not talking about expectations because expectations are bullshit because once again going back to the writers conversation but name five Texans before the season. I mean, I mean, I can. We know, we know, <laughs> we know a lot of them. We know a lot of them now, but we don't know who they were, they were, were or, or they, how good they were before the season. They were six. They were six to one to even make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we didn't yeah, know I what mean, Tank Dell was going to be. Nico Collins was like we probably thought was like a realistic three or four receiver, and now he's probably put himself in the conversation for a number one. Yeah, but. They won offensive and defensive rookie of the year. If you want to compare him to Dan Campbell, drafting right there. Not that you want to compare him to Dan Campbell, but if you were, D'Amico Ryan's came in and Dan Campbell couldn't even turn the Lions around in one year. D'Amico Ryan's came in and turned the Texans around in one damn year. I mean, he came in now. Look, he got a great quarterback. They had a great pick because they got Larry McDonald too. Carolina's fucking stupid as shit. And so, you know, Bryce Young. Who is the most? He's as frail as my fucking toothpick. I'm about to eat in a minute, but um, he came in and just turned it around. And you're doing it in Texas, where you're always going to be overshadowed by the goddamn Cowboys. Always. Yep. Yeah. Shouldn't say. Shouldn't say God. Shouldn't say God on the podcast. Sorry about that. Yeah, especially now we're talking about Texas, man. Come on. All right. Other uh, other right. quick news. Quick surprising news. Uh, Bill O'Brien backs out of the Ohio State job, takes the BC job. Uh, Chip Kelly leaves UCLA for the offensive coordinator job at Ohio State. Uh, um, all the other stuff we can probably do another day. Turf still suck. Can't shoot as yeah. still. Turf's Not blow. All right. Turf's are ugly. Chip Kelly wants out of college football so unbelievably bad. Yeah, you can we talked see about it. this. 
he wants out so bad. And the fact that he took that job means that he does not want to recruit anymore. And it's like, um, yeah, and, uh, like Ryan Day. Yeah, he hates NIL. And he hates the way that the you know, alignments and conference plays going. I think absolutely he's going to be an offense coordinator in the NFL next uh, two seasons from now. I don't know if anybody wants it. But we'll find out. Kingsbury we'll got a job. I'm not surprised by that. You guys were all baffled, but I mean, like the guy the last year in in, in the league was what eleven and six or twelve and six or whatever. Yeah, really forget it. Just... Forget if they were. <laughs> I forget. I forget that. Yeah, but I mean, that's when Kyler went down with his injury. But Are we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Go ahead, Dust. Far away. Yeah. Okay. Betting preview. With minus two, two and a half on some other sites, but as of draft after as of this morning, Saturday morning, uh, DraftKings FanDuel had this at two. Um, over under is forty seven and a half. That has really moved. Um, both team totals are twenty three and a half. Um, so if you like either team to win, um, you might want to take their team total over as well. Um, what do you guys think about this game? How do you see it going? Um, what, how do you think Kansas City can win? How do you think San Francisco can win? What kind of game plan do you think they're going to go into this game with? Brooksy, roll with it. Um, I'm still trying to figure out who I'm going to take here. I'm rooting for the Niners. I I yeah. think everything's going the Chiefs way with the way their defense is right now. Um, I think that they need to literally stick to the plan that they – Dead against Baltimore, right? I mean, we have one of the best offenses in the league, in the league and held us to 17 points. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think they have enough firepower and with some guys, well, not some guys, but a guy or two hurt on San Francisco. And I wasn't terribly impressed with San, San Francisco's defense against us. So, I, I mean, I think the door is open for Kansas City to, to repeat here. And I saw them dink and dunk us to death, and I think they can do it against them pretty easily. I believe this is a major dink and dunk game. I think this is a running game, but follow me on this one. I think they're going to use the passing game as a running game, and I think both teams will do this. Um, a lot of uh, passes in the flat, which basically is a glorified handoff, just eight yards away from each other. Um, I think that that's why, like, Start talking about prop bets. I love the Patrick Mahomes over on completions. Um, a lot of running, a lot of running because they want to get people in space, get the ball to your fucking players, and then let them go. Yeah. I'm taking um, the Chiefs all day. Yeah. I'd, so it's hard for me because I think the Niners have a better roster completely. But in the playoffs, mm-hmm. what matters is coach and quarterback. And I think that Kansas City's coach and quarterback is 100% above San Francisco's coach and quarterback. Um, I'm scared of McCaffrey <laughs> uh, if I bet the Chiefs here. But I, I think the Chiefs have more ways to win. I think if it's a high-scoring game, I think the Chiefs can win that. If it's a low-scoring game, I think the Chiefs can win that. I don't think the Niners can win a low-scoring game. I don't think their defensive secondary is good enough to keep Patrick Mahomes in check. So if it's a, if it's a low scoring game, if it's a 17 to 10 kind of game, I think the chiefs, I think the chiefs hundred percent win. Um, if and, like, a game and it's a, and it's a kind of a shootout. I think the Niners have a slight advantage. Um, but this Chiefs this chief secondary is head and shoulders above the Niners secondary that you're seeing right now. Um, and I don't know. It's, 
flip-flopped on this game like Brooks a, a bunch of times. I wanted to take the Niners so bad because I'm um, really disappointed with Travis Kelsey's uh, just complete downturn uh, against Justin Tucker. But, uh, yeah, but I think it's crazy to bet against Mahomes. And I did it. Uh, I've done it a couple times, and it uh, never really works out for me. It's like betting against Tim Tebow. Like all of a sudden, like God and it's like thunder, uh, bringing up God again. <laughs> all of a sudden, like thunder and lightning starts like, living in your house. Yeah. You guys think? Uh, you guys think Kelsey's going to dominate? No. No. Nope. I think Rasheed Rice and I think Pacheco. Um, I like. Andy you know, Reid versus Tal Shane, and I think <laughs> Andy Reid. This is kind of like. I mean, he doesn't need anything, obviously, anymore for his resume. But, you know, if he wins this one, we're starting to talk about Andy Reid in the top handful of coaches probably ever. Um, If you're not already having that conversation. Uh, Shanahan, this is his Steve Young, the monkey off your back kind of game. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to win a game more than Kyle Shanahan wants to win this game after that collapse in Atlanta and, you know, what's happened with the Niners last couple of years. Brian, you look here to talk. I'm glad you brought that up because does anyone remember the fucking coach of the Falcons during that 28 to three collapse? Dan Quinn. Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. No one, but we're nerds. Most people think it was fucking Kyle Shanahan because he shit himself during that game. Run the motherfucking football, kick field goal, he win the fucking Super Bowl. And Matt Ryan, I think, is going to go to his grave with 28 to three on his fucking headstone. And it's because of Kyle Shanahan. And people forget that. And I think that lives with Shanahan. Still to this day. Yep. Yep. I think I'm very much right now in the camp of like, prove it to me. And I'm betting on the Chiefs until as much as I'm, I'm rooting for the Niners, but um, I, I think they're just going to prove it to me. And I'm not going to bet against the Chiefs. Like, they need to prove to me that they're going to lose, really, at this point, too. So, yep. um, and I think what, San Francisco's got Mulasalo or whatever that guy's name is is out for this one. Talon of Hufungus. Hufungus, yeah, that's what I always mess up his name. Um, Kansas City's also missing Joe Tooney, their guard, who's an all-pro or was a pro bowler or something like that. Absolutely all-pro. They also lost Charles Amena, who had a strip sack against um, Lamar two weeks ago to a torn ACL. He's out. Um, so that's that's a big blow to their defensive line, but they still have Carl Optus, they still have Chris Jones, and Chris Jones was just doing whatever he wanted on the Unblockable. field against the Ravens. Yeah, so unblockable. Batman puts his toilet paper over the top without a <laughs> <laughs> We can run through uh, some this real quick. So MVP odds. I actually thought this was interesting. Only six of the last 10 Super Bowl MVPs are quarterbacks. So there is some wiggle room if you want to take um, a flyer on one of these guys down the board a little bit. Um, like Debo's 20 to 1. Is there a world where he has like 75 receiving yards, 50 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and yeah. he can win at 21? For sure. I think. I mean, um, I don't That's I'm not works. confident in Purdy. If the Niners win, I'm not 100% confident in Purdy. I like, you know, McCaffrey or Debo. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, you're looking at, I'm looking at Kelsey 12 to one as well. Um, you know, if my home says like a hundred last year, he won 180 yards and two touchdowns and he still won an MVP. I think if he has that kind of game and Kelsey has anywhere close to a hundred yards, then they'll give it to Kelsey. 
Um, what do you guys think? You anything I think, that stands out? I think Debo is the play here because of the rushing yards that are possible. Because anytime that you start, uh, if you're a receiver and you start throwing um, passes to Brandon Ayuk, they're going to give the credit to the quarterback, which is unfair. Um, that's why I like Debo in this this play here, especially with those odds, because he can run the ball and yes. you can't credit Purdy with that. Twenty to one odds, and he's he's a dual threat, really. Yeah. I'm taking that all day. Yeah, I dig Chris Jones here all day. This hundred to one, he eats children for breakfast. I mean, are you kidding <laughs> me? They're, they're, I mean, throw, throw ten bucks on. I think the last defensive player, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the last defensive player to win was Von Miller, and that was when Peyton Manning was throwing absolute ducks at the end of his career because he had no yep. um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I mean, look, Chris Jones has a couple sacks and, you know, forces a fumble. I think 100 to 1, and it's certainly possible, but it's a long shot for yeah. sure. Oh, it's a long, long shot, but damn it. I think it's worth throwing a couple bucks. Worth throwing a couple imagine- bucks on just in case. You imagine that some bitch chasing you? I, I would be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, like, no, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I would be displeased if that happened to me. <laughs> uh, you want to go to some other rookie? You'd be ruining my day. <laughs> um, yeah, passing uh, Mahomes' Mahomes's number is 260, and Purdy's number is 248 and a half. I have some stats on here. Mahomes. Um, in the last 12 weeks, has only gone over 260 and a half, four out of the last 12 weeks. Um, they've really been running the ball a lot. Um, Purdy has only gone um, under 248 in three of the last uh, three of the last 12 weeks. Um, they've really been throwing a lot, <laughs> and that's crazy because they have McCaffrey. But like Brian said, I think there's going to be a lot of screens, uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, so I actually. Um, I like Purdy's over, and I actually like McCaffrey's receiving over. I think at 35 yards. Um, I can yeah. see him taking a wheel route, a couple wheel routes, taking a couple screens, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they're, it's the Super Bowl, you know. Can't hold anything back now. That's so usually more low scoring, game. too. You like low scoring? You're looking for a. No, I just think box. Super Bowls in general, I think Super Bowls in general, like for the most part, I feel like end up being a little bit more low scoring than you think just because offenses are a little tighter um people get off their game plan a little easier and panic so i just i like the lower scoring but um yeah i like i i do like the mccaffrey over receiving and i do like the homes under throwing yeah i i think uh i think the and i've heard on a lot of the people I listen to, people love Pacheco over 68 and a half yards. I think Brian's probably going to like that too. He sees a lot of running. Um, I think for sure he could do it, but San Francisco has got a strength on defense. It's their front seven. So that that one would worry me just a little bit just because their front seven is is so good and their, and their secondary is weak in comparison. Um, I think Mahomes could kind of slice and dice them up a little bit. And that's why I actually don't like the bet, Dumpsy, is because I believe that a lot of what's going to happen is these dink and dunk passes out in the flat that they're going to be able to run because that front seven is so strong. Put the ball out on the, you know, out on the wing and let it go up the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid's smart, and he's had two weeks to think about this. He's he's probably going to be 
the end. He's got a game plan to shit out of this. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, McCaffrey, 90 and a half rushing yards. I think there's no way he doesn't get at least 20 carries. I know we said we like his receiving yards too, but I mean, look, he's he's an animal, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What you got next? Um, I actually really like um, this bet um, defensively. Nick Bosa is basically even money just to have a half a sack or more. Um, he had two last week. Um, last time they played each other in the Super Bowl, I think he had one or two. Um, I kind of, I kind of like that. I think just a half a sack. I think, I think Nick Bosa is pretty much good for that. He's one of the best edge rushers in the league, and it's a Super Bowl. I, I think that's a no brainer. He's um, first I also team. like the Chris Jones number. Sorry, Brian. He's it's all good, man. I'm sorry for cutting you off. He's first team on triceps. I'm never going against a guy like that. <laughs> and he he absolutely is getting a sack in his fucking game. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And I think Dustin, you got what, Chris Jones here plus one thirty. What is what is that? Yeah. Chris Jones plus one thirty just record half a sack. Um yeah, I think uh, Perverty's going to be running for his life from Chris Jones at least five or ten times in this game. So it feels like Chris Jones is going to get home at least one of those times. Well, I just told you he eats children for breakfast, so uh, I'm going to go back as well. <laughs> Man, I like some of these, bets. Some of these bets. like Some of these bets are ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> there's some crazy yeah, ones. Uh, I like uh, the the prop bet that Dustin put in our rundown for – a kick to hit the uprights. <laughs> Moody feels like a doinker. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. He just looks like a doinker to me. He seems like a doinker to me. I can 100% see Moody's face just completely his life losing his butt. <laughs> Realize he just clanked the fucking upright in the Super Bowl on like a 35-yard football. I don't know. I see that. He's, he's been so good this year, though. I don't know. Man. You can see it's like a doinker. <laughs> I don't know. Feels like a doinker. You don't know if it's dangerous. Bucker's been there before. I'm not afraid of Bucker at all. I think Bucker's going to make every kick he hits 100 yards. I can see him doinking. I don't know. He's like a doinker. Afraid to get his butt kicked. <laughs> One thing I do want to talk about this is in seven of the last. Super Bowls shortest touchdown over under one and a half yards. The under has hit in seven out of eight Super Bowls. Somebody what? will run it in from the one. There will be a pass in the end zone that puts the ball in the one. There will be a holding in the end zone that puts the ball in the one. And in Pacheco or McCaffrey will stuff it in. Um, I minus one forty. I can't believe it's minus two fifty. I'm hundred percent betting this. Um, I, I think the- that's. What's the one Super Bowl where they didn't give the fucking ball to Marshawn Lynch? Oh <laughs> they threw I'm still mad about it. I think Marshawn's probably mad about that too. Talk about Marsh. We might talk about Marshawn a little bit. He's yeah. eligible to be in the Hall of Fame next year. He could have been a two-time Super Bowl champion in the Heroes. He would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm just here so I don't get Marshawn's stuff. Like the stuff that he's doing on TV now, he just he cracks me up, man. I love Marshawn. He's 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 a national treasure. <laughs> he really is. He's a treasure, man. He's you guys a treasure. Have, uh, some some uh, individual props that you like that you pulled or anything. Um, I'm looking at a uh, Marquez Valdez skate link twenty five to one to have the most receiving yards. 
Do I think it's likely? No. Do I think no, Marcus Valdez-Scantling can catch a 75-yard ball, have 90 yards, and nobody gets up to that? Yeah, for sure. 25 to 1, I'd put 10 bucks on it. Yeah, I I don't agree with you there. I mean, yes, can you? <laughs> of course, yeah. of course you can. Um, I, I like two Patrick Mahomes ones over under completions, 25 and a half. I like the over on that based on what I've been saying. You know, just balls in the flat, screen passes, yada, yada. And then I like the Patrick Mahomes over 260.5 based on that same concept or that same that same methodology that I had there. Um, those are my two props I love. Like, I do like your Chris Jones one, and I like that you also put it feels like stealing money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that one right now. Um, what was the other one you put that I was – there's a stat called comeback win uh and this is at any point in the game you could go down three nothing and that would be considered a comeback win if you win the game the niners are plus 185 the chiefs are plus 210 so if you think the chief if you like the niners or the chiefs you think the other team can get out to a hot start i think that's uh i think if you like the chiefs i, I don't I, I like that i think um Mahomes coming from behind in the fourth quarter seems seems like it might happen. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know you're gambling a little bit there. Yeah, I'm all on board with the Christians. Um, I also think there is a Debo. There's a couple here. I don't I don't see a couple any Kittle stuff for you. I see a couple Kittle ones here. There's a Kittle under three and a half catches. Here's here's the parlay. It's it's a parlay. It's Devo over twenty five rushes, rushing yards. I should say not rushes. Kittle under three and a half catches, and Kittle over four and a half, forty nine and a half yards, and that's plus four oh nine. Plus four oh nine is a juicy number. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's tough with this. Uh, San Francisco offense, it feels like anybody can kind of take over the game. It's just kind of, we're going to see how, how much they spread the ball around. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a crash shoot with between Depot, Kittle, and Ayuk. Um, I feel like any of them can machine, go really. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Kittle's, Kittle's just been so catching bad. long passes. He's not catching a ton of passes, but he's catching big plays. Definitely two of the best tight ends in the league in this game. If you're the Chiefs, where do you actually try to stop? Like, do you try to stop Kittle? Do you try to stop Ayuk? Do you try to stop CMC? That's the problem. When they ask, that's the problem with the 49ers, and that's why I'm so. Yeah. And I, that's I, that's why I think I we ball up and kind of head flip flopping probably, but I'm just gonna put my money on Mahomes and Andy Reid and and make make Shanahan prove it. But yeah, I mean, what do you what do you do, right? I, I figure you gotta stop McCaffrey, no, no doubt. You gotta put an emphasis emphasis on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah make, I think there's make somebody else beat you. Yeah, their their secondary is really good. So yeah, they're they're gonna have to use those front seven guys to try to contain McCaffrey. You can't stop him, obviously, but you know, try to try to keep him in check a little bit, and then you know, let the corners kind of do their thing, which is. A scary proposition when there's so many playmakers on the field. Watch, um, yeah. watch Kyle Juszczyk go off for 110 yards. That would be, be awesome. <laughs> Kyle Juszczyk is I mean, made eight straight Pro Bowls. 
because <laughs> I mean, he's kept, he, he looked like a wide receiver last week, keeping his feet in bounds on some of those catches. I think there are only the two fun backs in the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I'm looking at real quick, Brock Purdy is minus 140 to throw a pick, uh, even money to not throw. Um, I think Brock Purdy is probably going to throw a pick in this game. So yeah, I, I safe like bet. That, that over. You could probably throw that if you like the Chiefs. Maybe throw that into a little parlor. Give yourself a little better odds. By the way, for all yeah, you guys I've... watching, one eight hundred gambler, please call if uh, you have any problems. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think for the Chiefs to win this game, I think they need to at least get a pick or some kind of a turnover. And. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's a bad bet. I think, and I, and the opposite way, I think for San Francisco to win this game, Purdy needs to protect the ball. So, yeah. Or whichever way you, whichever way you're, you're leaning or, or betting, it's, you know, that wouldn't be a par- bad parlay. So, we, uh, we're all, you guys are both Chiefs. Um, I'm still kind of flip flopping. I like, I, I really want to take the Niners, but it just feels stupid not to take the Chiefs. Uh, so we're all going to be it's in agreement here, I think, on our picks, um, which we did week our first week of our podcast. No, yeah. well, it worked out. I can't really remember. Yeah, we need to go back and research how those results came back. Came back. <laughs> yeah, we really do. We should uh, keep a little tally of uh, how our bets are going. He's <laughs> as as, uh, as giving out good picks. Um, um, uh, before we get off of the Super Bowl. I think we have a pie to the face bet that we need to make. Uh, uh, yeah, this week. That's too. right. Oh. So uh, the way this works, everybody, is um, whoever is furthest away from the actual jersey number gets has to get either pied in the face by somebody or pied pie themselves on the podcast next week. Um, and that pie needs to have filling, by the way. I'm going to throw that out there right away. I need blueberry cherry. Yeah. <laughs> no no it's, shaving, no shaving cream either. No. Yeah. Take so, this out of the, the cartoon grandmother's window still and pie yourself yeah. right in the face with it. So the rules are we will pick a jersey number. Whoever scores the first touchdown of the game, whoever is furthest away from that number has to get pied in the face on the podcast next week. So uh Brooks, you get the honors, I think, of picking the first jersey number. I'll keep tally of this. 71. 71. Dusty? 23. 23. I'm going 12. 12. So you get IU Campacheco. Give me up. Isn't it? <laughs> it's anything of 50 or above. <laughs> yep. This going to uh, be great. Uh, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> Wait, a, sorry. Let me... It's uh, closest to the end zone of the guy who scored or the guy who's going to score. No. So whoever scores the touchdown. So let's say it is jersey okay. number I was eight. Up. I was doing closest to it. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do offensive yeah. line. I was... You've got 50. You got... Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Let me read it. There's everything so you, you guys It's booked. It's booked. You got the Brooks, dude, Brooks I actually <laughs> think you have the it might be. Yeah, I got the wide receivers. You're right. I got I got the wide receivers. So I'll take yeah, it. got the O line, but too. It's uh, four, 40 to one for an O line to score a touchdown. Um, so Brooks has got that bet covered. 
All right. So we got that. So you got to pie yourself in the face or someone's got to, I want to see Caitlin pie you in the face. I'm going to have either <laughs> Kirsten or Kelsey pie me in the face. I'm not going to have anybody pie me in because McCaffrey's going to score the first touchdown. So. <laughs> <laughs> 2024 Hall of Fame class is announced. You guys want to talk about this? Uh, talk about these players at all? Or are you uh, pretty sure. you pretty uh, good on this? I think it's I think it's good for for a couple of these guys. I think it's a crying shame that Antonio Gates isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. He will obviously get in eventually, but There's he's just too many people. Of all time. He's a top five. We're no, we were top. Sorry, go ahead. You're okay. Love Devin Hester. I've actually been um, vocal about how I think Devin Hester should be in the Hall. Of Fame. If you're the greatest player ever at your position, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Like next year, and it's Eric should be first ballot Hall of Famer. He's the best kicker of all time until Justin Tucker is available. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Devin Hester's the best kick returner of all time. He should probably be in the Hall of Fame. You need to be, you need to be, if you want to tell a story of football, you can't tell it without the best returner of all time. But I don't want to take anything away from him, but Gates, top five tight end, bona fide stud. It's ridiculous that he's not in the Hall of Fame first ballot. But like we said, he'll get in next year. Do you believe that the reason that he didn't get in on the first ballot is because he got popped for uh, PDs? Um, might be. It might just be like, yeah, the, the football guy's just saying, you know, hey, you're going to sit this one out and you'll get in eventually. But I don't think even a lot of people really remember that or care at this point. Um. What, what I just think, think I think we're in a weird spot right now where we're we're kind of in a logjam of so many great players. Um, so it's yeah. just like some people are gonna have to wait and then like eventually like they're they're gonna get in and probably make somebody wait that we thought should be a first ballot or was a borderline first ballot. So it's we're we're at a weird log jam right now. I I think you know, well, I mean normal normal times, I think Antonio Gates gets in, but I mean yeah. Yeah, there's there's just so many good players right now that it's hard. It's hard to pick. Happy for Happy for Dwight Freeney. Uh He was yeah probably the, the most scared I've ever been of a defensive player playing against my team when I was growing up was Dwight Freeney and Troy Palomalo. Um, Dwight Freeney's spin move was like well, he was just unbelievable. It was so much fun to watch. Um, made it they, did a sports, they did a sports science on his spin moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Brinkus Julius was Peppers on the case. was <laughs> Julius Peppers was in. I mean, just a stun, absolute stun, yeah, complete stun. Um, Andre uh, Johnson, Patrick uh, Willis. Hey, can you imagine yeah. Julius Peppers coming down the lane in North Carolina in basketball and trying to dunk on you? <laughs> that is terrifying because no. he played basketball <laughs> in North Carolina. Yeah, um, Antonio Gates played basketball at Kent State. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> The, 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 really single thought, game without hearing that. The guy I really thought who should have got in is Jared Allen. Jared yeah. Allen was a stud. I mean, he was a yeah. flat out stud. He produced for the Chiefs and the Vikings. Yeah, and he, he will get in. Hundred percent. Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne, they're Hall of Famers. Ronnie Harrison's probably Hall of Famer. I mean, you can. I don't think Fragile Fred needs to get in. I don't think Darren Woodson needs to get in. They're great players, but they're all very good guys, realistically. And yeah, and here's the kicker for me: is why the fuck? This is the process. Why is there only seven people that are allowed to get in every year? Like, why not let 10 people in? And not because yeah. the speeches take too long. They cut them down. Mm-hmm. And ship it now. Yeah, it should be. Well, and they they like started baseball, doing merit. Yeah. They started doing, like, the, uh, which I'm glad, like, the 
bring some of the old guys back who did make the Hall of Fame or couldn't make it in and like do the, the senior committee kind of thing. Yeah, the less yeah, serious man. Which yeah. so, so I'm glad they're not they're not like taken away from like Patrick Willis or whoever who they would give them they wouldn't get in to let one of these old guys and I'm glad they're separating that too. I think that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. You guys think Eli gets in first ballot? No. He gets in eventually? Yes. Yeah. I tend to agree with exactly that. And that's where I want to go. Go ahead. The only first ballot guy next year, to me, he looks like Luke Keekley. Keekley. Um, Yeah, I think he's he's 100% a lock. I think Vinatieri is going to get pushed back. I think he'll get in eventually. Uh, Yonda and Lynch, I can see getting in eventually. Manning, I think, will definitely get in. Uh, it's funny the guys are going to be on the. It's funny you bring Yonda up Eli Manning. First ballot. Who knows who Marshall Yonda is outside of Baltimore? Yeah, but every Not every offensive lineman has 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 looked at him that said like, "This is the guy. This is the best to ever do it." Until, you know. I mean, Aaron so, Donald. Besides Joe Thomas, Joe Aaron Thomas Donald got in first ballot, right? So yeah, well, he he never yeah. missed a snap. Yeah. Um, Aaron Donald uh, said that Marshall Yonda was the best offensive lineman he ever went against. That says something. Yep. <laughs> one of the um, best players, one of the best, one of the best tackles of all time says that. Not. Yeah, you got to listen. Um, but it's funny you bring up, I got a trivia question for the week. Um, oh, hell yeah. And you guys can, you guys can step on this for a minute. Um, who is the only two-time winning Super Bowl quarterback not to be in the Hall of Fame. Are we, are we counting Eli Manning? No. Uh, how about this? Eligible. <laughs> eligible. Okay. Eli, Eli, Eli's not eligible until next year. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't take long to call the roll, but damn it, he's in the class. He started both of these games? Yes, he did. Okay. And they're with the same team. And you can take a week. You can soak on it for a minute. First person that came to mind was Phil Sims. No, Phil Sims won one, yeah. and then um, and Hostetler won, right? Yeah, Hostetler won the other. Yeah. Same. Uh, so Large Ben is out. He won two. He's not eligible. Yet. Not eligible. Not eligible, yet. eligible yet. Yeah. I like to call him Large Ben. This fucking <laughs> Big Baron, Large Ben. Yeah, Large Ben. Grande Ben. Grande. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. By the way, I see next year Darren Sproles is up for the Hall of Fame. That dude was a stud. Yeah, dude. He had to stay everywhere he played, man. I don't think he'll. Stud. I don't think he'll get in, but he's he's just like yeah, yeah. so underrated. Super awesome. Did every call he did every I mean uh, returner and, yeah, utility and, man. as a returner? Yeah. He yeah. was a better version of awesome Brian Mitchell. Yeah, he was he was great. Um Brooks and I uh our father's from San Diego, so he's a Chargers. We watched a lot of San Diego growing up. And uh Sproles was just popping off the TV all the time. And then when he you know, when he went over to the Eagles, he was still great with the Saints, he was great. I think he won a Super Bowl with Breeze. Um, he had a great career worth talking about, but you know, probably not a Hall of Famer, but one of those guys you gotta you gotta talk about and remember. 
Um, can you Brian, give us an era? Have anything on this quarterback? Give me, give me some eighties, nineties. Everybody, I'm, everybody, I'm, everybody, I'm thinking of is either like made it to the Super Bowl but didn't win it twice, or um, only one. Um, AFC. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, I'll give you Damn one more. Hint nope, never won a Super Bowl. Never won. Um, because San Diego's never won a Super Bowl or LA Chargers now never won a Super Bowl. Um, I'll give oh, you yeah, one more. They lost to San Francisco, I think. <clears throat> Drafted by the Patriots. I don't know why the first name that just came into my head was Ryan Mallet. All right, P. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Mallet. Uh. Not blood, so obviously. I carry Collins. He didn't win. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm. All right, I'll give it to you. It's uh, Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett. Well, I wouldn't have thought of that. I wouldn't. Have <laughs> wouldn't have gotten there. Wouldn't have gotten he, there. That's a good question, you, though. He won he two with the Raiders. He won two with the Raiders. He was drafted by the Patriots. I think he might have been the first overall pick. He went to Stanford. Um, only quarterback not to be in the Hall of Fame to won two Super Bowls. That's why I think Eli Manning will get in sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good trivia question. Also, Eli's last it was Manning, so he'll get in because of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't. I mean, he deserves it. He was, you know, he was never the best quarterback yeah. in the league, but he won two Super Bowls. He's no Phil Rivers. No. Not Phil Rivers. He's not Phil Rivers. <laughs> Phil Rivers. Doesn't All right, boys. I got a roll. I got I got staff staring at me in the well. face, making fun. I hear Banks crying in the background. So uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Everyone have a good right. Super Bowl. Enjoy yourself. See you guys. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Enjoy it. See you, boys. Cheers, y'all.